Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to today's episode of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Mark Sirianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. Taekwondo Life Magazine is a member of the Believe Sports Network. Do you believe? I hope you're doing well. I am just back today from the Connecticut State Taekwondo Championships, which was a lot of fun, which took place in uh, Newtown, Connecticut over the weekend. There were a number of other Taekwondo events that took place all over the country and all over the world, and you can follow all of those on our website. Today, we're going to be talking about the long-awaited release of the Wu Assassins follow-up to the Wu Assassins series on Netflix called A Fistful of Vengeance. And we will be talking about that and giving a review. I did a written review for Netflix on the 17th, which was the release date. But before we get started with that, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your online sportsbook expert. Football is over, but you know, hoops and hockey and are in full effect, and baseball is in the middle of uh, negotiations to end this possible strike that's supposed to occur. Uh, but there's tons of things. The Olympics are over, but there's a lot of things that you can bet on. You probably can go over to Bet Online from your mobile phone or from your computer and even bet on whether or not the baseball strike will take place. I don't know that for a fact, but they have so many things that you can bet on and you can set up your account today. And with your, uh, your account code, believe B L E A V that's believe B L E A V. You can get your matching welcome bonus. So, you know, that's been a great sponsor for this show and we encourage you to check that out. So we uh, have done a number of programs in and around this episode. Um, we, of course, reviewed Wu Assassins in the past, which I thought was a good series for martial arts uh, lovers for uh, Netflix in the past. Uh, canceled, I believe, from everything I've read due to the reason that a number of things were canceled, which was uh, COVID and the ability to do the, the series in a meaningful way in people's schedules. We reviewed how and touched on the career of Lewis Tan, as we've talked about Into the Badlands, and we reviewed, did a review for the reboot and new movie Mortal Kombat. And of course, we've touched on the life and career of Iko Uweis in a number of episodes. And we've talked about him, his uh, movie, The Night Comes For Us, I think was always comes up as one of the best martial arts films of all time. From our perspective, I think the fight scene between him uh, in, at the end of that scene comes up and uh, the great Joe Taz, Taslim, uh, who's from Warrior. That fight scene is one of the best fight scenes probably you'll ever see in a hardcore martial arts movie. So um, we've talked about him. So again, I think many people were disappointed that uh, the show Wu Assassins was canceled. The show had a number of good things. Uh, and there is a relationship there between Uweis. I know he's executive producer on this. Um, his movies, Headshot and uh, Night Comes For Us, I believe, were uh, produced and are Netflix properties. So this is another one of those. So it is good. It, it's, it's good. It was um, worth the wait. I enjoyed it. There are some good things about it. Uh, and there are some negative things about it. 
the good things about it, Louis Tan, Iko Uweis, and Lawrence Coe, really, really very good in this. They There is a chemistry there between the three of them. Uh, Uweis is amazingly likable. I'm going to talk a little bit more about him. Louis Tan has is, is got a great screen chemistry. Um, Lawrence Coe played a very troubled guy, uh, Jenny's brother, um, their young friend, drug problem in Wu Assassins. He was very good in that, but it didn't make his character really all that particularly likable in the same way that the other two heroic characters are. Um, in this movie, they've stepped up. He's elevated. He, he still has that anger, um, but he's become a much more central character than he was really, in my opinion, in the Wu Assassins, a much more critical character than he was in the Wu Assassins series. And he carries it very well. He does a, a very good job. Um, before we go further on that, I wanted to talk to you about our other sponsor, NordVPN. Um, NordVPN, for those of you who don't know, um, is a um, service that provides you with peace of mind in your computing. It is uh, something that we have taken advantage of, and it's it's really pretty amazing. You know, there's so many threats out there for um, the internet and for your uh, your internet security. We travel a lot. I travel a lot for refereeing. I'm always in hotels. I'm, I'm using public Wi-Fi and public access, and I never think about it, but it really does make me vulnerable to um, people being able to to get into my uh, you know files. So this is an encrypted service. It offers fast connectivity. Um, it is really uh, gives you a tremendous amount of peace of mind. No matter what kind of operating system you're working on, no matter what kind of phone or computer you're working on, it's got unlimited ba- bandwidth. Um, you never have to worry about slow connections. Um, it gives you the ability to set your location. So if you're traveling, you can always still continue to watch the programs based upon where you're, you reside so that you basically have that feeling of being at home. And it's all for just $4 a month. I want you to grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going over to nordvpn.com slash believe. Again, that's B-L-E-A-V. Uh, use our code B-L-E-A-V and you get 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one month for free. It really is unbeatable. It's a great thing. I think it's a it's important that everybody has it. Again, we we deal in in physical security, but this is internet security. And um, we'll put the link in our um, in the show notes. And it's got a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you sort of can't go wrong, even if you're unhappy. Back to the review of Fistful of Vengeance. If you look at the title, it is to some degree, I think, an attempt to play off a Fist of Fury, right? It is a playful title. And it seems very conscious to me that they didn't put Wu Assassins in the title. And I think the reason is, as I watch this, there's an attempt to expand the audience. So the idea was that I think if you're a Wu Assassins fan, you're going to watch this. Wu Assassins fan, you're going to watch this and you can enjoy it. But it takes it up a notch in the sense that it's not as family friendly as Wu Assassins was. Uh, the level of violence, the sex, the language is all much more adult. Um, so they they tried to give it a grittier edge uh, to bring it closer to the things that made Eco Uweis more well-established. Uh, and they've given it an, an, a different title and a little different look so that people could jump into this movie without ever having seen Wu Assassins and be able to follow it. And the truth is you can. You don't need to have watched Wu Assassins to watch this movie and to still enjoy it or still to get a piece out of it. The upside is is actually also the downside in this. What do I mean? 
Iko Uwais is, in my opinion, the most uh, energetic, dynamic, exciting, visceral, and realistic martial arts movie star in the world today. He probably is the grittiest and best screen presence of anyone. And I, uh, you know, I didn't take heat for this, but I did say this in the past, and I thought I was going to take heat since Bruce Lee. Um, when you really watch him, he's got such explosive and unique style. Uh, again, you know, his pairing with Gareth Evans for the raid and the raid two, they brought the world a look at something it wasn't that familiar with, which was Penjok Salat, um, his style of fighting, the violence and the grittiness of the night comes for us, uh, headshot, the raid, the raid two and, and, and other movies, Marantu that he'd starred in really, really were so incredibly well done. And the fight scenes and the fight choreography so incredibly well done that his attempts to be more mainstream in U.S. movies have sort of watered him down. And I think that the people that have worked with him really can't keep up from a fight choreography standpoint. So he was in, I think, Mile 22 and Snake Eyes and even Wu Assassins, which was interesting. You really didn't get the full effect as to how good Iko Uwais is in all of those aspects. This movie comes much closer to that. Um, you see much more of his abilities. You see much more of his ability to fight. It is grittier. It is more violent. You get to see a little bit, um, some violence and some weapons, but it still doesn't, in my opinion, take the full handcuffs off of him in a way that many of the foreign movies did. Maybe because they just think American audiences just can't take it, or maybe because the American, this is one of the things we talked to Scott Atkins a little bit about, right? Is that even though American filmmaking is advanced in many areas, you know, that Hong Kong style or Asian style, or in his case, Indonesian style of filmmaking for martial arts movies is um, perhaps a little bit more advanced when it comes to certain things about fight and fight choreography. Part of it may have to do with the laws and the abilities to do stunts, or maybe it has to do with the fact that martial artists are doing their scenes as opposed to stunt more stunt people. But regardless, it's very good, but it still doesn't rise to the level to me of some of his other films in that regard. You know, this uh, program, we are very connected to athletes and athletes' health, and tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, our new sponsor, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe and get started today. I already have mine on the way. I'm very excited about it. I take vitamins every day and I'm going to replace them with this. These statements about the uh, athletic greens, you know, they have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and the products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic greens, I want you to take 
ownership of your health. Louis Tan is great. Um, he's a great part of this. Uh, he was a good part of the, or a really enjoyable part of the series, Wu Assassins. He was great in Mortal Kombat. You know, his dad, uh, Philip Tan, is somebody who starred in a number of movies and was actually, did final fight choreography for a number of people. I know he taught uh, Sherman Augustus. I know he worked with Michael Jai White. I was just watching, was it, I don't remember if it was uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo or one of the movies, the one with Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren. And I think he had a, a part in that movie as well. So Louis Tan is no, no stranger to um, cinematic and martial arts history, but he really has come into his own. He's got a swagger. He's got a confidence. He's got the good looks and he's got real fighting chops. I mean, he is a martial artist. So um, he, what he does is very, very good. And paired together with Uwais, um, he does a very good job. He blends in very well in, in an ensemble cast because in Into the Badlands, he came into it and he was also very, very good in that movie. Again, I talked about Lawrence Coe, um, you know, losing no secret here, maybe a little bit of a spoiler, but the film is called Fistful of Vengeance because the vengeance is for the death of Jenny, uh, Lawrence Coe's sister, who was a major character in Wu Assassins and a very good character. Um, Coe is now looking to avenge and together they go to Bangkok in an, in an adventure. Now, the downside of the movie, there's a couple of things. One is the plot is thin. It's not a great plot. Kind of typical martial artist type stuff, a very weak plot that gives the ability to showcase the fights and the fight choreography and some of the other things. Um, somewhat tied to Wu Assassins to some degree. The Wu Assassin is, is part of it, but not so much directly tied to the original origin story. Um, the fight and the fight choreography I liked. Uh, I think there's good. Uh, the movie's short, but it has a lot of fighting and a lot of fight choreography in it. My problem is, is that, again, because of the nature of the Wu Assassin story, that we go from some realistic fighting and some fighting of mortals to some of this fantasy type and, you know, um, special effects fighting that similar to Mortal Kombat, really, that is part of the story. But for me, detracts from my enjoyment because I'm, I'm a purist. I like martial arts movies that, you know. Involved, And I know a lot of the Hong Kong films and a lot of the Chinese Kung Fu films involved a lot of mysticism and things like that. So I do get that. But for me, that's just never been my uh, I'd rather see, you know, Bruce Lee fight uh, Bolo in Enter the Dragon than to see. The Shang-Chi fight the dragon or, you know, things of that nature. That's just not my style. But for, but there's something there for everybody. Character wise, there are some new characters there. Um, I do like them. There's a film debut for the woman who plays uh, Lawrence Coe's uh, sort of quasi friend and love interest in this. And I think she's very good. Um, there's another woman who comes in and, and she plays the police officer in this. And to some degree, when I wrote about this, uh, I sort of criticized, but I, my point wasn't to criticize her. But starkly missing from this is Taekwondo black belt, Catherine Winnick, who, in my opinion, was a phenomenal part of Wu Assassins, the series. She was sexy. She was funny. Um, she was a good fighter and she was a great love interest or playing off the love interest with uh, Louis Tan. And she is starkly missing. Um, they don't even mention her. They don't mention why she's missing in this. She's the one character, main character that is sort of 
you know, and they do replace her with a character sort of police love interest, not directly, but she's a police love interest for Louis Tan and she's very good, but she's not Catherine Winnick. Very few people are. So that was one of the things that was a little disappointing to me for, for it, but it, it, you know, that is probably because Winnick is so busy doing other projects. Uh, she is in great demand. Uh, she's got another, a, a big series, I think on ABC and a number of other projects coming out. So I'm guessing that that had something to do with it again, plus scheduling and things for COVID. So, but all in all, it, it's good. Uh, I think it's probably about a three star viewing three and a half stars. If you are a Wu assassins fan, you get a little bit of everything there. You get some sex appeal, you get some good fighting, you get some martial arts, you get a little bit of fantasy. Some of the dialogue is kind of corny, but that's true of Wu Assassins also. Um, the soundtrack is excellent. It's actually one of the strong points of it. It has a really good soundtrack um, throughout the entire thing. Uh, you know, plays a little bit more like a music video maybe than, um, than a movie. It is exclusively on Netflix. I suggest you watch it. I'd love to hear your feelings on it. I know there was a lot of hype and a lot of the fan groups about it. Like I said, am I satisfied with it? I am. Uh, I think it's about as good as it, it could be. I really did like seeing these guys again. And to be honest, if they were to make another one, would I watch it eagerly? I would eagerly get, you know, get into it. And I probably did like the format better than the Wu Assassin's series format. So I would probably, if they were going to do something, love to see another movie and not necessarily jump into a series. You know, sometimes when these things happen, there's crowd demand, like with Warrior, right? Um, Showtime is going to come back and um, they're going to do a new season of Warrior, even after it was canceled because of, I think, um, I'm, I'm sorry, HBO Max, because of the fact that uh, there was such crowd demand. And that may happen again with Wu Assassins. But if, if they did, I would suggest that they do it as another movie and not as a continuation of the series. But we'd love to hear your opinion. I'd love to know what you think of Wu Assassins. I'd love to know what you thought of Fistful of Vengeance uh, and anything else or any other movies uh, that are coming out on the horizon. My name is Mark Sirianis. This episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. Bet, on Bet Online is your online sports book and wagering expert. The game starts with Bet Online. I look forward to seeing to you soon, and I look forward to seeing you on the mat on behalf of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.